You've reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Let's take that journey into mystery as we come together to talk about Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's right. In 1998, there was a made-for-TV movie that was hoping to become a TV series starring none other than David the Hoff Hasselhoff as Nick Fury. And to talk about this movie, Ian and myself have Garrett on the show again. It's Welcome me, back, Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that Stevens' call <laughs> greetings is going to be used by everybody all the time now. <laughs> uh, but yes, oh uh, this movie is literally a movie that I had never seen. Uh, it is a movie I didn't know about up until like six years ago, five years ago. So oh, wow. yeah, I, I didn't. I I missed this when it was on TV. I don't even know what channel it showed up on. Uh, but it I'm was a pretty pilot sure or something. Podcast. It was a it was a pilot for a series that was supposed to start, and my dad and I were waiting for it. We were excited for it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, we it, watched it when it premiered. <laughs> i'm I gonna say it was probably years box. old yeah yeah that's a good that's a good cover up there that's a good cover up see magic bollocks in chat here uh says first off not the hoff's only marvel marvel appearance and it was supposed to be on nbc it was supposed to be on nbc that does that surprises me a lot this is not the type of show that usually would have showed up on nbc See, I would have figured it would have been TNT because TNT knows drama. <laughs> and that's all this movie is, start, Straight to, start drama. to finish. I mean, yeah, Hasselhoff plays himself uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume <laughs> 2, but uh, I mean, this is him playing Nick Fury. Uh which, I, I, uh, I feel like I have a lot to talk about with this movie, and it's not all bad. I'm, I'm going to say that right now. No. I was actually very impressed with a lot of things. <laughs> the acting not being one of them, but no. I was impressed with a lot of things. Uh, before we get into talking about this movie, though, I want to talk about Venom. Let Let There Be Carnage trailer. Uh, did Did you both get a chance to check out this trailer? Yes. No. No. We so, talked okay. about it, and I... Uh... <laughs> I, I had other uh, other things I had to take care of. See, all right. So you have two minutes to get through this trailer while we talk about this trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. Look, uh, I, I'm glad that Magic Bollocks is in the in the chat there because he's the first one to point it out to me that Cookie Monster apparently is doing the voice of Venom now because it's exactly <laughs> who it sounds like. Uh, that trailer, that movie. I mean, I can't be too surprised. I was very disappointed with the first movie. I am not one of the 800 million 
dollar people that that enjoyed that movie because or was it eight hundred million or did it make an actual billion? I can't remember. Um, but yeah, it it made all the money, so they were quick to to sign on for that sequel. But it was it was just a bad movie in my opinion. It it was it was not a good time. Um, I was very upset with uh, how quickly Eddie Brock and Venom became friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> as opposed to Eddie being like, "Please get out of my body, like <laughs> n- stop it," and Venom being like, "Hey, hey it's my body now." <laughs> like that would have been a great angle to take the story and just have Eddie Brock be the reluctant passenger. Um, and I was, <laughs> all of the fighting on the rocket was just. It was There's just, a term. <laughs> the term is laser ass. I mean, it <laughs> was just bad CGI. Like this whole movie, which is going to rely a lot on CGI, was just bad. Yep. Hmm. I, I don't. I, I don't understand what people saw in this movie. Like, I, I get it if he's like trying to. They're they're turning Venom into like the new Deadpool or something. So it's all comedy and action. But like, I didn't even think it hit on that note. So. No, my my manager was talking to me today at work about the new Venom trailer, and she was like, see, I don't know anything about the comics, so the fact that it's like this like action comedy kind of thing is really appealing to me. And I'm like, all right, I, I guess I can see that, but like the, the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing that is Venom needs needed to come through more even if you're gonna do the comedy aspect of it and if you're gonna do the comedy aspect of it venom's the st- venom's the one that plays it straight yeah venom's not funny <laughs> instead they decide to do this like odd couple thing like it's the the two of them are living in an apartment together see how he's you know he cooks everything while he makes a mess like it's like come on what are we doing here what kind of movie is this supposed to be Eddie, i made eggs (laughs) (laughs) i did just quickly watch and i got about halfway through i put it on double time uh uh, yeah (laughs) yep (laughs) <laughs> I still so, haven't watched yeah. the first one. <laughs> you're, you're not, not missing, missing anything. anything. Yeah, you're not missing yeah, anything. Yeah. I mean, they go they they don't go with the with the Secret Wars origin of the Venom suit, which is fine. Like the black suit Venom or the black suit uh, origin of of coming from outer space, you know, works for me. It's the one that that it essentially came from the '90s animated film or animated TV show, the Spider-Man animated show. Like it works, it it makes sense. You don't have to bring in the whole secret wars and all that stuff, which people are pr- still clamoring for. They want that to happen, but I don't think you're going to get it. It's just, I, the whole storyline, and then there's the scene, like everybody apparently loves of Eddie jumping into the fish tank or the lobster tank and eating the lobster because he was he's you know part venom at that point. I'm like, why is it a scene that everybody loves? I don't get it. Like, it's uh, it's not funny enough to be hilarious, and it's not serious enough to not be to be taken seriously. And so, all through the first movie, 
It was lots of like, can I eat that guy? No, yeah. you can't eat that guy. <laughs> it's like the joke is only funny a couple of times. And then the first thing it shows you in this trailer is a big ass sign in the apartment that says, we don't eat people. <laughs> but, it's yet, like, but yet at the end of the trailer, we bring it back. It's like, can I eat Mrs. Yen? No, you can't eat Mrs. Yen. What do you mean eat Mrs. Yen? And she, he's like, nothing, Mrs. Yen. Like, come on. <laughs> Like, you can only make the same joke so many times, and even when it's not funny the first time, it just gets worse. You're allowed to do it three times, the comedy rule of three. Even if it's not funny the first time, the third time, someone's going to laugh. After that, you're done. You don't get to bring it up anymore. The same reason people still laugh in the theaters after they've seen the trailer 15 times. It's true. Yeah. It wasn't even funny in the trailer. (laughs) And... No, my question about the comedy rule of three is: Does it work in multiples of three? I don't so, think like, so. Does does it reset every third time? Six, so, nine, eighteen. Yeah, so it's like, oh, hey, haha, there we go, comedy rule of three. Oh, six time. That's still a third. Like, here we go. <laughs> I don't think so. I think you have to wait till you get to like the three hundredth time, and then you've just gone crazy, and you're like, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Mitch, I wish that's how you actually laughed. <laughs> we'll see. I'll work yeah. on it. <laughs> so, Magic Bollocks just asked in chat here, how can you have Venom exist without the tie to Spider-Man? Yeah, I mean, they're and doing it. He doesn't have the, the Spider logo on him, which it, to me seems like a big misstep in their in their part and i'm only wondering that if we did since we didn't see really a lot of eddie as venom in this this trailer that they're hiding the fact that it's going to be on there like a lot of the stuff that we saw was just like the symbiote just coming out in tendrils and doing stuff right yeah except for the very end which they can add in the the cgi spider at that point too like sonic like Sonic, yeah, like hundred like percent like Sonic. Thor's eye in you know at the end of oh, Ragnarok, yeah. yeah. So we should we should bully Sony into making Venom look better, like how we did with Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. I mean, we we wouldn't have a leg to stand on. The first movie did close to a billion dollars. They they're like, we don't need to do anything. It's already going to make right. us the money. It's well, looking, looking at the last frame. It's pretty blacked out on the chest. See? There it is. Because I remember in the first trailer for the first (laughs) movie, there is a scene where, like, someone is standing at the front of of an office building, and all of a sudden, like, they do a quick, quick cut of it, uh, and all the computers that are on the desk just go flying towards the sides. And I was like, oh, this is a pre-CGI, like, scene, because... You can just tell that's going to be a scene where the tendrils come out of him and then push all the computers off to the sides, but they hadn't added yeah. that part in yet. So I'm sure there's there's a lot of those scenes in this one. I just didn't take the time to watch it again because I was just like, this is I don't want to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait hey, till Mitch. we get to Venom again. <laughs> hey Mitch, yes, we're gonna have to watch that movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> So, what does the Sony deal mean for mean for Venom, though? So it sounds like, and honestly, I don't, I don't have any inside knowledge. Obviously, I don't work in the industry, and I wasn't there when they made any of their deals. But shut up, yes, you were. Is what a lot of people <laughs> are speculating 
the new Sony Disney deal for all the Spider-Man uh, characters and stuff like that means that they will be able to cross over more. So, like, Tom Holland's Spider-Man will be able to cross over with uh, Tom Hardy's Venom at some point. Um, uh, just like we have uh, the Vulture that was in Spider-Man Homecoming shows up in Morbius, you know, which is a strictly Sony movie. So there is the possibility of, of certain characters that have been showing up in the Spider-Man movies of the MCU showing up in these other Sony movies. Which, let's be real, Morbius needs to be a part of the MCU because we're getting Moon Knight. <laughs> and, and Blade. And Blade. So anything that has to do with vampires, Morbius has to be around because <laughs> I'll, I'll be damned. If... <laughs> I've said it too many times Said it too many times, you know where I'm going with it. I'm not gonna say it again. Rule of three. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we just, you know, it, it's it's gotta be, it's got, he's got, I, I just hope that they, they're able to play together more. Like, the, the all the characters should be able to live in the same sandbox. I would agree. And I want the introduction of Peter Parker to more or less be like, he swings in and he's like, oh, whoa, you're real big and look like an alien. And Venom's like, because I am real big and an alien. And then Carnage is like, ah! And he's like, oh, my God, it's another one. And then the hijinks ensue. That is going to be the direct script. That's, that's how I'm going to write. <laughs> and I will leave it up to the actors to to fill the scene up a little more because I trust them. I mean, that's fair. I, I, I don't really trust the cast of Venom, but I do trust Tom. <laughs> I do. That's Tom Holland to fix it. <laughs> well, you know, this is this one is directed by um, Claw, Andy Serkis. So okay, I think that's interesting. Uh, I, I don't know how that's going to be any different because I think the only movie, other movie he's directed so far is that uh, Mowgli movie. The, the, the that was fun. Jungle, the Jungle Book? Book, but well, the live action one. Well, there was two live action ones. There's the John Favreau. Jungle Book that's live action and then there's there was a Mowgli one that uh Andy Circus made for Netflix. I hadn't seen it. Yeah, n- n- I don't think anybody did. <laughs> uh I was thinking the John Favreau one was yeah. his. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I I haven't seen his, but I like I, I trust him with a lot of stuff, so like <laughs> fingers crossed here, bud. Fingers don't, crossed. Don't screw us over. <laughs> what did you think I, of Carnage though? I, I'm on board. Yeah, like it seems like I mean, a lot of people are really on board with Carnage. Now, I've I read a lot of comic books. I've never read an actual Carnage comic book or a comic book, a uh, 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 Marvel comic where Carnage was part of the story. I've only saw Carnage in the '90s animated series. See, I I haven't gone as far as to read the standalone Carnage stuff, mm-hmm. but I like him as a villain. Okay. Um, he's kind of the, like, if you look at Venom as like the, the middle ground mm-hmm. on the, on the scale of good to bad, right? It, it's like Spider-Man is obviously the good guy. Venom is like this in the middle. I don't know. And Carnage is just the chaotic evil of I'm hungry and I'm gonna, there's, there's gonna be blood. Here we go. Like, it's fun. Um, I liked the, 
there were a couple shots in the trailer that were pretty much just exact grabs from the comics mm-hmm. of Carnage, like um, his transformation, of, like the the real close up on the hand, all like twitchy and gross. Like it was just little things like that that made me go, okay. Like I'm still not going to be happy about it, but like, all right. <laughs> I mean, Woody Harrelson playing the part of Cletus Cassidy like is brings a little bit of gravitas to it. Uh, mm-hmm. So that that's going to be an interesting performance, I would think, at, at the very least. All right, and they they introduced him at the end of the at the end of Venom with. Uh, yeah, all of the the grandiose of just like, look who we got to play Carnage, <laughs> that giant because, red wig, right? But he was he was having a moment when it came to movies when the first one came out. True. So like, I don't know. Plus he's fun, so like, let him do his thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Garrett, since you hadn't seen the first movie, and now you've watched the trailer for the second movie in double time. Does it make you any more interested in watching the first movie? Oh, yes. I am super excited to watch the first movie. <laughs> there, there was no gun held to him in this statement. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I still want to watch it just because I, I, I think I need to. Need to. Want to? Uh, you think you want to? <laughs> yeah. I want to think I want to. <laughs> okay, Fair. that that one I can accept. That one. that one I can accept. Yeah. <laughs> the only redeeming part of uh, of Venom for me, and it's not going to be the reason you think. So hear me out. Was sexy Venom, and that's just because it was completely unnecessary. Oh yes, with Lady Venom, <laughs> with the uh, Michelle Williams t- getting on the yeah. the Venom thing, and then. <laughs> <laughs> she was like and like the way that they moved when they were venom uh-huh. was like s- supposed to be just like sexier and it's just like th- th- this is hysterical like this is the best part of the movie because it's the worst part of the movie <laughs> <laughs> and then a lot of people made made like a big deal about the fact that well tom or not tom eddie brock and and venom make out and it's like we well uh, yeah but like the Venom was on his girlfriend at the time. Like, she was yeah, in the like, Venom suit. And, like, I mean, like, if Venom wanted it, he could, like, Venom could get it. Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I mean, Venom's already inside of him, so... <laughs> like, what's the, what's the difference? <laughs> Venom could be like, hey, hey, Eddie, hey. Remember that time we made out? Shut up, you live inside my body. I know, huh? Hot. <laughs> Your, your venom is, is a little little beetle juicy, <laughs> and I love magic it. Bullocks. Magic bullocks. What do you mean the audacity? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little beetle juicy. I like that. Uh, is there anything anything other MCU news that either one of you saw this week that you wanted to talk about that you wanted to bring up? Um. I feel like this is the the perfect time to to go ahead and say thank you. I appreciate the tag in all of the Moon Knight memes <laughs> today. Um, it means a lot. 
this is the this is the kind of service that I that I expect when it comes to my Moon Knight memes. I don't want to go digging. They come to me. It's so right. thank you. That's right. You're welcome. I love that it was all three of us on three different platforms <clears throat> to make sure you saw it. <laughs> it. It meant a lot to me. <laughs> I knew it I knew um, it would. I knew it would. And we couldn't have played it better. I was intentionally looking today just just to be safe because I would have said something otherwise. Uh, <laughs> and that's why I did it. Yeah. <laughs> nice job. Um, <clears throat> Magic Box also does say uh, just one word, Thunderbolts. And I would I assume that that's uh, that that's aimed at you, Mitch. Do you have any insights? As I mean, to any new news on the Thunderbolts? Other than just really wanting them. I mean, I really want them. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> once again, Thunderbolts is mentioned, so you can mark that off on your bingo card. Which yes, case mentioned about <laughs> us today in, on yeah. on Twitter, the fact that we mentioned the bingo cards. Um, we need to make those. We should. We really should. And it should just be in the like a fourth window up on the screen, <laughs> and you mark them off whenever the the topic gets hit. Uh, well, Venom was part of the Dark Avengers, so uh. with what we saw in. Falcon and Winter Soldier, we could be getting the Dark Avengers and Venom could be a part of it. It's it's a possibility. I doubt it's going to happen, but it's a possibility. Even if it's not Venom, we could get Symbiote Spider-Man. Yeah. Which would be fantastic, honestly, a little preferred because I prefer the actor over the other actor. <laughs> yeah. So You prefer one Tom over the other Tom? I mean, it's a little scandalous to say, but I want to see I want to see sad edgy boy Peter Parker played by Tom Holland. I've, so Have I've just you seen Bronson yet? Yeah, Bronson's a good movie. You need to watch Bronson. <laughs> you know, uh, I just putting that together right now. Tom Holland, Tom Hardy, and Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> it's 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 the Tommy. Are you H saying they're all man. the same person? I'm saying yes. they're. Have you ever I'm seen saying them they're all at the same time? No. no. But the thing is, have you ever seen them in real life? No, because they're all computer generated people. All your movies are made by computer generated people. Like it's just a thing. They don't exist in real life. They're all they're all Simone. They're all Simone. You're the only other person that would have seen that Al Pacino movie and would have got that <laughs> reference. <laughs> the only other piece of news I saw was about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three with Drax possibly dying. Well, he said that Volume Three will probably be his last time out as as Drax. He doesn't really want to be in another, be in that movie anymore, or he doesn't really want to be Drax anymore. Batista doesn't, and he's pretty. And after all the stuff that they went through after James Gunn got fired and then rehired. Like he was talking about Marvel, like in a big way. So I'm sure Marvel's or not Marvel, but Disney in a big way. So I'm sure Disney's not too quick to get them, get him back, get him to come back. His, his direct quote, like on Twitter, on Twitter was like, Drax is going to be, or Guardians of the Galaxy volume three is going to be my last time as Drax. Like I'm getting up there in age. All that muscle is going to start sagging real bad here pretty soon. So you guys, don't, you know, someone else will play the role. It's not going to be me, but it's it's okay. And then James Gunn came out and said, like, as long as that I have a creative control over, you know, that character, there will never be another person to play Drax other than you. And you you've earned the right to not have to play Drax anymore. Like you can relax. Nice. Yeah, I like that because it's that's very much so just him coming and being like, yo. 
<clears throat> when everybody was saying awful things about me, you were one of like six people that weren't saying awful things about me. So like, I got you. <laughs> so I'm not going to say awful things about you. and I'm not going to let somebody else mess up this character that people love for some reason. And we're just going to leave it at that. You, you do you, big boy. I mean, he's got he's got Dune now. I don't I don't necessarily know the character that he's playing in Dune, but that's another franchise for him. He's going to be in the next Knives Out movie or the sequel to Knives Out. I doubt. You know, this is completely off topic and not not on the Marvel brand. But like, how do you feel about the sequel to Knives Out being called Knives Out Two or Knives Out Colon something else just because they get the the recognition? Even though like the first one was called Knives Out specifically because of that family like had all that that throne of knives like kind of thing or yeah that chair of knives or whatever like i don't like it i hate it but i understand the recognition part i think that i okay so hear me out i think that this next one needs to be just called knives out daniel craig still has a southern accent (laughs) (laughs) i mean i feel like you just call the movie benoit blanc and then like colon something, and then you retroactively call the the first one Benoit Blanc colon knives out. The we just call it that colon. Daniel Craig has a southern accent. <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. fr- the first one you call knives out colon is that is that Daniel Craig with the southern accent? <laughs> no, but it has to be like is that comma or no is that dot dot dot. Is that Daniel Craig? Comma with a southern accent? <laughs> Cut, like dot 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 cool. Cool. Cool cool cool. <laughs> cool. 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 So I just think we're all getting played because he's still gonna be Drax in every single Guardians of the Galaxy from here on out. He's just gonna be standing in the background, completely still. Thus invisible. He's always gonna be there. Thank I you. I want him Good to call. show up in other movies as Drax, but like not as Drax, if that makes sense. So he's in other <laughs> movies, but he's in like the full Drax makeup. So like when a rom- in a rom com, the couple goes and sees a movie, and he's just in the background as a standee. Like, standee. That would be that would be fantastic. Or he's just like, I, I, I want Drax to go on to have an acting career. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no that's that's what it should be he should just be like whenever there's a news report on in the background like he should be the guy in the in the tv like reporting the news with a completely straight face and without understanding sarcasm (laughs) and just just a tie no shirt still just a tie (laughs) he's And he's just completely deadpan. I have no, I have no idea why I'm here, but I saw the whole thing. Let me ex- let, let me recount it for you in excruciating detail. He, he's like, nineteen he's, puppies were born today. It was completely cute. <laughs> it was magnificent. It's like, I cried twice. He's like a purred. <laughs> if you watched uh, Parks and Rec, <clears throat> here is the story. And the story is that I'm telling you about the story right now. I don't get why you don't get this. <laughs> uh, all right. We put it off long enough. Let's get on to talking about <sighs> Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, 
I want to. I, first thing I want to talk about is how many characters we have now we see in this movie that we later see in the actual MCU. So, yes. oh yeah, I mean Valentina Allegra de Fontaine is in this movie. Contender, Valentina de Allegro Fontaine. Did I not say that right? No, you gotta say Contessa. Oh, Contessa. I'm sorry, the Contessa. It, there's there is a title there, and I should be, I should respect it. Uh, in this movie, is played Contessa. by Lisa Rena. Is that her name? Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, later on, as we finally, when we finally get to Falcon and Winter Soldier, is played by Julia Louis Dreyfus. Now, this movie, she is definitely playing a good guy. She is an agent of Shield. She is the love interest to Nick Fury. Uh, but in Falcon and Winter Soldier, she kind of teeters, right? She's we don't know if she's a good guy or a bad guy. And in the comic books, eventually she becomes. Uh, Madam Hydra. So she's she she eventually becomes a bad guy in that. But uh, See, but when when you've worked with the Hoff for as long as you have, eventual eventually your your moral compass gets a little ambiguous. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go find John Walker and be like, all right, hear me out. And along those lines, if anybody told me that Elaine from Seinfeld would one day end up talking to the U.S. agent. I would have laughed at them <laughs> right in their face. As well, you should. Yeah. That so makes I'm sense. That, uh, anytime I see her, I'm sad that she's not just still Elaine, but like in a different spot. Um, uh, the next person was uh, Neil, or was played by Neil Roberts, but it's Alexander Goodwin Pierce, uh, the agent Pierce that is the part of the 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 team of three that is with Nick Fury throughout most of the movie. He's later on played by Robert Redford in winter soldier and eventually end game. Uh, but I mean, talk about a, a quality jump there. One, he goes from yeah. being, uh, uh, an agent to being a secretary, uh, of, or the director. Is he the director of shield? Yeah, no, he's not the director of shield. Wait, are you talking about pincer? Or no, no, no. I'm talking about Pierce. So oh, yeah, in, yeah. in this movie, he's he's an agent. But in Winter Soldier, he's played by Robert Redford. And he's the... Yeah. I don't know if he's director of S.H.I.E.L.D. or if he's just like the head of the the UN organization thingy that they... That kind of controls S.H.I.E.L.D. I think he's the head of the controlling body of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, that's what I think so, too. Uh, but then he also, I mean, that's also quite the upgrade in actor to to get to uh, Robert <laughs> Redford. Not that, uh, let me look up his name again. <laughs> Neil, Neil Roberts Robert. did a bad job. However, throughout most of this movie, I had to sit there and keep being like, I don't know what movie Neil Roberts is in because he is hamming it up. Or he is in the right movie and everybody else is in the wrong movie. Like... <laughs> He he's he's doing he is doing work on the screen there, and I I had to imagine it's because like he is he's a a theater actor he's a stage actor where everything has to be super over exaggerated, and he's he's getting used to being on camera. See, my favorite part of this movie as a whole involved him, mm-hmm. and that's when he said something or I don't remember the whole setup to it, but it was just one line. That's when Nick Fury grabs him by the collar and goes, you're lucky. I don't, uh, it's something about treason. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. Like, hold, hold on. How, 
Tree, he's English. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> and and Shield's not a U.S. agency. Like it's a it's a multinational agency. Yeah. So right. <laughs> you're lucky. I don't have you brought up for treason. To what country? <laughs> <laughs> to Earth. To which one? To Earth. Right. You're, <laughs> you're. He's an expat. He's good. Because <laughs> he moved to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I used to live on Earth, but I don't anymore. I'm an I'm an extraterrestrial. <laughs> uh, we do have a Dum Dum Dugan in this, played by Gary Chalk, and uh, that would later go on in the Captain America: First Avenger and Peggy Carter TV series to, to be played by Neil McDonough. Uh, I know I've seen this Gary Chalk guy in other things, but. Couldn't tell you He's what they were. He's got a lot of voiceover work. He's mm-hmm. Optimus Prime, Optimus Primal. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> that's a couple G.I. Joe. It was uh, Transformers and Beast Wars that I, that yeah. caught my that caught my eye off of his list. He's got like, he's over four hundred credits to his name. I mean, those voice over credits, like that voice acting credits, they they add up. They're a lot. Real he, quick. He's got a great voice, too. <laughs> uh, we have a Dr. Armin Zola. You know, obviously a big part of uh, Winter Soldier and First Avenger. Uh, this time played by Peter Haworth. Haworth? Haworth? Okay, sure. <laughs> that's how you, you want to say it. <laughs> oh, that's how I'm reading it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, definitely not the same as we got in the in the future movies or the current movies. Uh, so it, it, it is very much a bit part in this one. It's just it, he's just a, a, a scientist to explain things to us. Uh, <laughs> we also get a Baron von Strucker in this movie, played by Campbell Lane, later later on to be played in Age of Ultron and the end teaser for one of the other movies where we first saw the the, the miracles. I can't remember which movie it was at this point. Yeah, so it was. Um, oh God! So you you have it spot on. It's Age of Ultron and uh, the one right before that where we saw the actual miracles themselves. Yeah, I can't I can't remember which one it was. I, but. The the MCU proper is a blur at this point. <laughs> <laughs> And well, there's have, no there's no pun intended there talking about Quicksilver and stuff. <laughs> I just I, I honestly I just can't remember if there if the if the in credit scene doesn't have the particular character from that movie in it, I can't usually remember which movie it came from. So <laughs> makes sense to me. Uh but yeah, th- so those were the characters that we see later on in the MCU. Uh major characters that we have in this are uh, the 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 von Strucker twins, Adria, Andrea, and Andreas, but they have him marked in here as Warner for whatever reason. I think his name is Warner in the comic book. Uh, but Andrea is played by Sandra Hess, and I watching this whole thing, I'm like, who? Where do I know her from? Repeatedly, <laughs> and it wasn't until Garrett told me earlier today that she is on Mortal Kombat Annihilation as Sonya Blade. 
That's where I know her from. <laughs> oh my god! All right, side look, quick little sidebar here. I have seen the first Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation so many damn times. Why? I love those movies, Mitch. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't understand loving Mortal Kombat, but Annihilation? No, those two movies. I don't really care about the video games. The video games were a cool jumping off point. These movies were fantastically awful and amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. They were the first two movies I bought with my own money. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that would definitely do it. Yes. So I like I was watching this the whole time going, why? Why is she familiar? Oh, why is this? And then you say she was Sonya Blade, and I'm like, yep. Why Why didn't I recognize her? I've seen her a million times. It's hard to recognize her with that garbage accent. Yeah, it was a pretty bad accent. Uh, but, you know, she, she gets she gets to play. The, she play, does a good job as the bad guy in this. Uh, a Dr. Gabriel Jones. I don't know if this is a character that's in the comic books or not, but it's played by Ron Canada. I'm, I'm assuming his name, he pronounces his last name Canada because that's how it's spelled. Uh, you'll well, recognize him it. from a lot of things if you, because he's also been in a lot. Um, I think the, the thing I recognized him the most from would be West Wing. Uh, so that was, uh, that was fun to see that him. Took me, that took me a second. Is I know you said West Wing, uh huh, but I heard I, I heard Westworld, ah, <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I don't think that's right, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you were 100 percent correct there. <clears throat> uh, Shut up, chat. You don't know my life. The, uh, what did the chat say? Oh, nothing. I was just getting ahead of it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Last thing I wanted to point out was that Agent of Shield number one <laughs> doesn't even have a name. Doesn't even have a character name. Is played by Roger Cross. Now, uh, I wouldn't bring this up other than the fact that Roger Cross was in one of my favorite sci-fi series that came out not too long ago called Dark Matter. Dark Matter. Thank you, yes. <laughs> Garrett. And it, it took me a while to place him as well. Uh, it looks like he's done the voice of. Uh, uh, John Stewart before too over on uh, Justice League Dark uh, animated Justice League movie. So there's that, which is very good by the way. If you haven't seen it, you should yes. definitely go watch it. Yes. Now, one of the most important things that we want to bring up, especially since Magic Bollocks is in the chat, this movie, <laughs> <laughs> this movie is written by no, none other than David S. Goyer. Uh, he is going. He is a staple in a, a lot of the comic book movies that we watch. And not only that, he wrote the last comic book movie we talked about on this show, Blade. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. Yep, there it is. <laughs> Magic Ball just says, Goya! <laughs> Shakes fist. <laughs> Magic Box and I will have our our uh, our fight to the to the end of time over whether or not David S. Goyer is a good writer. Um, well, I, one of my favorite things looking for this movie was finding the the poster, and there's been a like a revamp of the poster. At the very top, it says from one of the direct or from one of the writers of Batman Begins. <laughs> so someone did new art for either the poster or more likely the DVD cover, 
And on the DVD cover, they have David Hasselhoff in his Nick Fury outfit. And then uh, David S. Goyer is as, from one of the writers of Batman Begins, which I thought that was a great point out there, Garrett. Uh, but, but it doesn't even mention his name. It just puts one of the writers. <laughs> well, they don't want you to be like, oh, yeah, he was also the writer of Blade Trinity. So why would I want that to be worse? Yeah. <laughs> play Trinity. I love play Trinity. Most people I don't. I did too. <laughs> what? Dude, the cerebral assassin was in it. Triple H was there. That's right. It was a good time. It, um, so, a couple things from chat here. Because <clears throat> Case is here. Hi, Case. Hello. Hi, Case. Uh, but Hi, Case. <laughs> he says a bag so mixed, no one knows what end is the opening. Nope. <laughs> nope. And then Magic Bollock says, you can be on the right side of history or not. <laughs> I think it's another way of saying it's okay, Mitch. We're all entitled to bad opinions. It's right. We are all entitled <laughs> to our bad opinions. Uh, and then, of course, David Hasselhoff is playing Nick Fury. And if you were to just look at a picture of Nick Fury and then look at a picture of David Hasselhoff, you'd be like, yeah, that makes exact sense. That yeah. is the person that you yeah. would want to play. And then you actually get into David Hasselhoff's acting. And it is so <laughs> bad. Like uh, I the only reason I finished this movie is because I knew we had to talk about it. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> so to be fair, there were some things that to I was fair. Like, huh, that's fun. But through the majority of it, it's like, what is David? David Hasselhoff, what are you doing? Why, why, why are you chain smoking like an idiot, and not even in a cool way? Uh, also, hold your gun right. Like, what are you doing? Shooting all like limp wristed and like off to one side. Like, there's no accuracy there. I mean, that's you know, how he did it in the '90s. I'm guessing that's how he did it in his in his Baywatch Nights episodes, <laughs> where oh, he got God. to use a gun. <laughs> Because that show was so uh, so successful, they got a spinoff where he was a detective. Um, well, I mean, we can't forget also that he was he was Michael Knight for so long. Wait, did Michael Knight use a gun? Yeah. I never watched Knight Rider. No, no, it was he all about the car. Right? Over with his car. Just. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he had a gun every now and then. Did he get a gun every once every once in a while? Sure, why not? Sure. I mean. I'm, uh, I'm positive that uh, Magic Bollocks knows the answer. So, see, I, I'm getting roasted by Magic Bollocks at the moment. For <laughs> you personally? Yeah, for having made it through all the way, the, having made it all the way through this one, but not all the way through the very first Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I stand by what I said in chat. There, that Spider-Man was garbage i mean the only redeeming thing was the the kendo stick wielding like <laughs> faceless henchman like that's the only thing now you want to talk about faceless henchman this movie does the ultimate faceless henchman like like legitimately no leg- <laughs> <laughs> either they're wearing a mask where it takes away their face or they're all painted white with Wait, bald head are you talking about the observers from the fringe yes those two <laughs> uh this this movie their even the their Hydra symbol just looked so janky. Like it just was. Oh, yeah, I had to look that up. So that was wasn't that one of the original ones? And then they just kept getting updated. Thank I mean, God that it got updated. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, 
the plot of this movie is that Adriana von Strucker has Armin Zola's death head virus, uh, and she's going to release it somewhere if uh, they don't pay her a billion dollars. And Nick Fury, yeah, <laughs> it's a, I mean, can you not can you not hear the world is up for ran- like being held ransom for a billion dollars and not think of Austin Powers now at this point? Like it's yeah. just it's a thing. It, Doctor Evil was a thing. Um, but uh, Nick Fury also while like hallucinating or something gets kissed by Adriana von Strucker who is wearing a mask that makes her look like someone else. And then while no, she being, had, she had like the the Mission Impossible mask where she was looking like one of the uh, an English detective, and then she just seduced him, kissed him, and then he started hallucinating. Okay, okay, but then like, yeah, the way she takes the mask off is with a spray. <laughs> yeah, it was the nineties. <laughs> they couldn't just do the the face rip off. No. I mean, I don't know. This is ninety eight. I feel like the. When did the first Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise come out? Like 1999? 2000? It was done with Mission Impossible, so they couldn't do it here. And they they were trying to make a series out of this. Yeah, they were trying to make a series out of this. This is right. So just, uh, yeah. First Mission Impossible came out in 96. Wow. Yeah. Two See? years before this. So they were definitely trying mm-hmm. to do that. Uh, it... it he now has like what was it seventy two hours before he ends up dying from the poison? Yeah. If you're forty eight, is it forty eight? If you're gonna forty eight hours, if you're gonna poison him, why 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 give him one that's that's gonna last for so long? Right. Why poison? You could have just you, shot him you right su- there. <laughs> you seduced him. You had him caught off guard. Put a rib between that, or put a knife between that, like third and fourth rib right there. Give a little jostle. Uh, you know, put a bullet in him. Um, take him up to the roof and push him. Um, <clears throat> a lot of things. Him, fun in that. Bankrupt him and watch him live out his days in squalor. That would have worked faster. He was bankrupt <laughs> at the beginning of the movie. He was mining for. What was he mining for again? I don't he was just in some. <laughs> he was just in a cave, <laughs> hitting a wall with a hammer because I got nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah, because that's the kind of movie that this is. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> manly but, exploit because reason. <laughs> but yeah, that's you know. Eventually, Nick Fury and his team get a lo- get get through all the bad guys to get to her to stop the countdown. And and eventually save the Earth, and then the second countdown starts, and she—it's literally just a distraction so she can get away, which then she's. Wait, put- so before that, so she catches him, and makes him take off his patch, right? Mm-hmm. So we see that he's got no eye, but then later, he pulls <laughs> he out a fake eye. eye from under. Why would you put a fake eye under a patch? Uh, well, so I'm guessing. Like it's since it's just the eyelid there, like it's a scar on the eyelid. Like it's supposed to be the the fake eye is there to keep the the eyelid from like just flapping in, kind of thing. Then why wear a patch? I don't know because he's 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 <laughs> he's a uh, uh, vanity about the scar. No, I mean, <laughs> because when he was brought onto the movie, he said, "Look." I just watched Escape from New York. 
<laughs> I mean, he was like, he's like 16 years late. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but he had just rewatched it. Oh, okay. He was, he was like, so Snake Pliskin, uh, Pliskin, all right. <laughs> I need Escape to look like LA that. At that time. Yeah, true. true. Escape from New York was the second one, right? No, no. Just Escape so from LA is the second one. So he might have just recently oh, yeah. watched Escape from LA. That's what it. I. I yep. All right. Either the way, he needed it. to look like Snake Plissken. That was that. That's where I was going with that. <laughs> well, no, that was the original Nick Fury. But I mean, it would have made more sense if he just like unkeistered it and and <laughs> like, hey, I got this thing that we can fix this thing with. <laughs> Which said like, oh, I've got this eye. I was like, but you had no eye earlier. What? Where is this from? Prison wallet. <laughs> His mullet. His prison wallet. <laughs> prison wallet. <laughs> <laughs> We're not to that movie uh, yet. <laughs> oh. Uh, I, I mean, also the part where they they roll in that that grenade, or I guess ends up being a flashbang or a smoke bomb or whatever. Like, and the guy picks it up, and I'm like, wait, are we about to watch like a dude blow up? And it's just the <laughs> smoke bomb. I was like, oh, that was kind of like, like y'all y'all have y'all have no no gusto when it comes to rolling a grenade into a scene like that. You could have just put a mannequin up and blew up a mannequin and we all would have been like, hey, yeah. Nope. The dude just looks at it and he goes, blowing up everything and then they wouldn't have to have the countdown. Maybe. Also, that would have gone very well into his whole thing about like, I don't get technology. I'm just going to shoot it. <laughs> However, I want to ask, where do they keep the LMD? As they're jumping out of the plane and and going through the 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 corridors and getting their way to the bad guy, that eventually the Wait. LMD shows up and she gets and she shoots it. I wasn't his. I, maybe it was the LMD the entire time. So then, like when he says, "I'm never going to use that thing," and then after from that point on, it's just it's the LMD. It was the LMD that we made along the way. Okay. <laughs> so then wouldn't it have been the LMD that got poisoned, not him? No, because that happened before the L- No, wait. No, we knew about the LMD. As soon as he walks onto yeah. the, to the helicarrier. So he, the, the LMD was piloting. <laughs> from Which, that point. Also, like... I the whole like uh, what was it abandon your gear and then because they were like hey should we eject because like they've locked onto us we're probably gonna get shot on and he's like no nah, no nah, just abandon your gear and then the ship blows up and then they're safe like how did the fuck did they get out of that situation Wait, I thought he said grab your gear yeah because he said grab your gear and then they ditched and then when they yeah. hit he was like all right abandon your gear. Oh, I thought he said abandon your gear in the cockpit. Ah. I, I'm, I must have misheard. Also, it. makes me very confused because it's like, why are you going to grab your gear just to ditch to then ditch your gear when you hit the ground? Aren't you going to need that? Isn't that the point of bringing your gear? Isn't that the point of what you brought? Is that you need it? Maybe yeah, the gear. But later on, they might need to grab it so they can ditch it again. There you go. Fair. There you Fair. go. The third time, a rule of threes. Then <laughs> oh, so they would also have to grab it and ditch it again. <laughs> because it does work in multiples of threes as well as we've learned. I mean, that technically, the LMD itself was a was a, a, a rule of three, right? Because we got the first appearance of it when it's half a body. Then we got the uh, we got an LMD that's the director that he that blows yeah. up and gives gives the message <laughs> and blows up. And then eventually, a, a LMD that's Nick Fury again that gets shot at. 
Yeah, he didn't really blow up as much as Fizzle. Fair. Yeah, he was just like, ah, almost gotcha. <laughs> it's like one of those, you, you go to Walmart to buy fireworks for 4th of July, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is why they were only $5. <laughs> A whole bunch of snakes. <laughs> right. I sell snakes and sparklers. <laughs> uh, and, the bad, and bad dog. <laughs> yeah, bad dog. Um, I want to know where Hydra got an LMD. I thought the LMD was like the thing, like the cutting edge shield technology that they were working on. And then Hydra was just like, we have one too. And it looks like your director. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was the thing is that was to show you that they had somebody on the inside. Well, that's what's like. Mm. A, I wanted to be like when he goes, "How did that thing get in here?" It's like, well, it looks like you. How how do you think it got in here? It yeah, right. in. The same elevator as the guy that looked exactly like him. <laughs> I I wanted so badly for there to be another reveal later in the movie, like maybe Nick Fury takes off a like a mask of his own or something, because oh. I really enjoyed. The whole, like, all right, so you said the safe house is compromised. Who's the Hydra spy? And she's like, me. And then she starts killing him, right? Like, <laughs> I, I loved that reveal. I think it's hysterical. It makes me think of Arnold Schwarzenegger anytime that there's a reveal like that. <laughs> when are you going to kill me? No! <laughs> um, Lunch roll tray. credits. <laughs> um, but then he never, it never came back around that she's like, how do they know? Who... Who's the role? Like, who's the mole? Who's the rat? And he's like, it's been me the whole time. <laughs> and that's the only thing I kept thinking was because of uh, Val being there, that the series was going to go on and it was going to show up. Like, so uh, we're probably jumping ahead, but <clears throat> we jumped all around. So you're good. Well, no, but like to the next segment of what we usually talk about. Oh, okay. Where we about what we want to see in the future. And I think we got that in agents of shield with, uh, the, and the season one, the guy that showed the new guy that shows up and they give him all the clearance and he's the bat. He's the Hydra agent. I think we would have had the same storyline with her. If this had stayed as being a series. Mm. I mean, you definitely would have gotten something like that. They would have followed yeah. follow, followed that that formula. I I agree. Uh, another one of the, your our our Deus Ex Machina uh, uh, plot devices in this movie is uh, your agent. What was her name? Kate that had ESP. Hey, Bale. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I I don't think that she has that power in the in the in her comic book counterpart, but like in this they she they gave it to her by putting a chip in her brain and trained her yeah. to to use her ESP. Which I know, I mean I guess I'm not too uh, knowledgeable on my uh, parapsychology or anything, but like <laughs> ESP isn't that more clair- clairvoyance than it is mind reading. I mean, I feel like saying that somebody has ESP is just kind of like... It's a blanket term? Yeah, it's just kind of being vague about it. It's like, oh, they have, they have ESP. Cool, well, what do they do? <laughs> Extra well, they, they have ESP. 
Right. Yeah. Which, like, you perceive things, so, not read people's <laughs> brains. But I yeah, mean, but that was her ESP. It's sure. like, with ESP being a blanket term, it's extrasensory perception that, like, you could see ghosts. You might be able to see temperature. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you might be able to see flavors or hear flavors. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> that was, whoa. You know, being able to see flavors might actually be super helpful. I'm just going to put that out there. Looking at something and knowing whether or not it tastes good. Just because like, <laughs> I can see that's delicious. Because I mean, like, smelling it and then seeing it? Yeah, but like you see the flavor, so it just kind of like it. The flavor is gonna be good. I could, I, I could. <laughs> or you look at it, it's like that needs more salt. <laughs> I like that. I, I, I wish it was like it, like embodied, like a chicken, like asking for salt. <laughs> like it just has a salt shaker on it, and it's like putting it on itself. That That's chicken needs know. more cowbell. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody put a beer can in this chicken's butt? <laughs> uh, <laughs> had this been a different cast, had this been some better dialogue, um, I I don't think it would have been bad. Like you got a lot of like great Marvel things in there. It's just not put together well. And honestly, I didn't even look yeah. at the director. Was it Rod Hardy or something like that? Um, yeah, Rod Hardy. Look at that. Uh, yeah. I, I'm guessing it's a lot of television stuff. You got it. One episode of The Librarians. One episode of Supernatural. One episode of The Metal Mentalist. Like, it's a lot of one episodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's got, okay. He's got a a, a a dozen episodes of Battlestar Galactica. But yeah, well, I mean that's also Battlestar Galactica, so like, you know, <laughs> yeah. might as well be. <laughs> yeah, but like, how do you only how do you only direct one episode of Supernatural? The show was on for fifteen seasons. Like, you would just think they would come back 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 around to you just on probability, like because they ran out of everybody else. Yeah, but you know, they they saw this. Uh, <laughs> Which episode was it of Supernatural? Yeah. Um, let me see. This is the one where everybody else is on vacation. <laughs> Live free or twy hard in 2010. Oh God! Yep, so that's that. That's the reason. It's a Twilight title episode. Sucks. Is it? Say, <laughs> when six teenage girls disappear in seven days in a small town, Dean and Sam investigate the case. They go to the house of the last girl that went missing, Kristen. Uh, and they find the girl is a vampire fan. Sam hacks her notebook and finds that Kristen had a date with a weird guy in the Black Rose Bar. The Winchester brothers go to the place and they discover that there are many vampires there. While fighting a strong vampire, he forces Dean to drink his blood and Dean is turned into a vampire. Samuel tells that the only chance that Dean may, Dean may have to become human again is killing the vampire and using his blood to revert the transformation. Yep. That would be why you only directed one episode. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> so I, I mean, I guess we did. A resume. <laughs> we did, kind, <laughs> like as Garrett pointed out, we did see what this stuff would have shown up in uh, future MCU. Is there anything else from this particular movie that you would like to see in the MCU? Um, I liked this Helicarrier. 
Okay, the Hello Carrier is cool. I just kept thinking the Quinjet looked way too much like the Firefly, like from yeah. from Firefly. Can can we just have can we just have Firefly be a part of the MCU? <laughs> oh. I mean, I don't think they want anything associated with Joss Whedon to be a part of the MCU anymore. So no, what? But <sighs> but I mean, like, can we just have like a nod to it? <laughs> just just put like. Just put Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk somewhere in a Guardians movie. <laughs> Alan Tudyk, Nathan Fillion, and Summer Glau. Give me, give me them yeah. to show up in the next Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and I'll be happy. They they have to be dressed as their characters from Firefly, yeah. though. And you can you can keep the shitty Baldwin out of it. We don't need him there. <laughs> uh, but like, we we need those three just so so we can be like. <gasps> I mean, Miranda Brackerin is kind of part of the MCU now because she's in the Deadpool yeah. movies. So, but see like, if she shows up for Deadpool three. I, I didn't think Adam Baldwin was actually one of the brothers, though. He's not. I thought he was. Yeah, he, he just happens to also be. He has Baldwin. the name. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> like Smith. <laughs> just very particular kind of Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody know if they made a Nick Fury toy that looks like David Hasselhoff, though? Uh, let me look. That's my question, because I feel like you, you kind of have to have a Nick uh, David Hasselhoff Nick Fury. I mean, yeah, you should. Mm. I mean, even if they just did it as a, like... When, when Now that you can get... You can buy toys of, like, the Golden Girls action figure or... Or, you know, I don't know. Welcome back, Mr. Carter. Cotter. Um, yeah, so there's been a couple, like... Customs? A couple customs where they take, like, uh, an existing, like... Yeah, an existing Nick Fury action figure and they, like, make a new head. Yeah. But nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, apparently... David Hasselhoff signs the Nick Fury uh, uh, pop figures pretty regularly. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a whole handful of them on eBay. But I'm 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 sure that the Nick Fury pop figures they have the traditional looking costume, right? Oh, yeah, the like the blue and white. Yeah, whereas he doesn't yeah. wear the blue and white outfit in nope, this movie. He, he has like this he weird leathers. Yeah, weird <laughs> leather looking outfit. Uh, what what would be the toy or toy set that you would want to see made from this movie? I want the Von Strucker uh, cryo tube. <laughs> oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> oh, damn. I'm sorry. But can I, can I ping off of it? Yes. Oh, absolutely. So it's going to have two levels, right? So you have to have where she can drop down into it. But then there's a Chinese alley. <laughs> on the bottom level <laughs> just to go with it she's halfway to china by now yeah 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 uh i think she disappears and that's what he says like 10 seconds yeah. after she leaves not <laughs> uh, she's probably down that like tunnel somewhere but just nope so yeah you know, i'm done shooting at this lock to open it up and jump down there <laughs> she's, she's obviously gone you know the uh, the the action figures that they had where you squeeze the legs and whatever's in the arm goes up and down. Yes. Yeah. So I want an Agent Pierce 
action figure, but he has his hands together to do that move that he's going to try and do on the <laughs> that <laughs> Hydra agent that just comes down on his back, and he's like explaining it, like, oh, if I just do the the attack to this one spot, he's going to go down, and it doesn't go down, like. That that whole sequence just like one he he plays it up so hammy to just get to the guy. I'm like you're not gonna sneak up on him like that, but he does. He pulls the move, doesn't work. Nick Fury comes over to try and do the same move with the butt of his gun, doesn't work, and then he shoots him with a silencer. And I was just like, if you had a silencer, you should have just used that the, at, just since shoot the, the beginning. Yeah. What, what was that all about? It was a suppressor. <laughs> yeah, it's so, that's not how that works. That's not how that works. No, I don't know. Quiet. No, instead of it being like, it more just turns into like a, hey, (laughs) (laughs) it goes more. Yeah, Um, Magic Bollock says a color changing Nick Fury run him under cold water and he turns into (laughs) Sam Jackson. Oh wow! Okay. I mean, it wasn't too much longer after this that they uh, it became Sam Jackson. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man came out in, I want to say, 2001. The comic book came out in 2001, 2000, 2001, somewhere around there. That's that's the first time that we got the Nick Fury that looked like Sam Jackson. So uh, <sighs> there, there it is. These, hey, I think this is the last apple one, apple though. <laughs> I think this is the last, uh, like... Marvel movie that like is done extremely poorly. I think well, after this one, we're kind of into the we the have Man not Thing MC. Oh, I forgot about Man Thing. So never mind. I'm not going to say it yet. After Man Thing, we're into like the Marvel movie Renaissance for a little bit. Yeah, where they were just kind of good, even if they weren't good. And yeah, then the like, MCU happened, like the Ghost Rider <laughs> movies. Right? They're not good movies, but. They're definitely better than that. The most of the handful of stuff that we've already watched this season. Oh God, I, I, this wasn't really a movie as as much as a pilot. Which you're, you're again, not wrong. I'm tired. I'm so tired of the backdoor pilots. <laughs> I'm so tired of them. Are they we? Were just, are we for real? But they were they're running out of money and they're like, oh, we got to do something. Let's just yeah, did you make a movie? Whatever, just make a series. <laughs> make something, please. You know we, what my, we need that Disney money, and this is how we get there. Do you know what my <laughs> first introduction to Nick Fury was? It wasn't the comic books. It was the stand-up cabinet Punisher game. So if you played as a second yeah. player, you played as Nick Fury. And I was always like, who is this second person? Like, he doesn't look anything <laughs> like the Punisher. It's Punisher 2, this time for real. For, the, for real. And he has an eye patch. <laughs> Oh man, there you go. Uh, yep. I mean, I, I said, like I said, I I kind of had a, a good time watching this movie. It is, it's bad. It's it's royally bad, but <laughs> I I kind of had a good time watching it. I I've been gritting my teeth, just pushing through, just trying to get to trying to get to movies I know I enjoy, and while I didn't hate it. I will not watch it again. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think I'm ever going to watch this again. That's for sure. I uh, really wanted to watch it a second time, but I couldn't bring myself. Yeah. Uh, but I do think this is with this movie. Are we out of the 90s? We're out of the 90s. Yeah. Next we're out up, of the 90s. it's 2000s X-Men. 
There you go. There we go. All right. Uh, Garrett, where can people find you online? I'm at Twitter at uh, ROTT underscore four eight and also Twitch at the same. And Ian, where can people find you online? So if y'all are already here listening to this while we record this live, because we do record this live, (laughs) um, then you already know how to find me. But if you don't, if you're new here, hello, hi, welcome in. I I am infinitely more handsome than Mitch. You don't have to look us up to see. It's true. Because I'm obviously lying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, you can find me on uh, Twitch and Instagram at Ian Flux and on Twitter at Ian Flux 12. That is I-A-N-F-L-U-X. And on Twitter, I-A-N-F-L-U-X, the numbers one too and hey, mitch i heard that you have an internet presence and also maybe some information on a patreon page i do have an internet presence you can find me everywhere as mitch well nope i screwed it up already don't find me <laughs> just walk away media gm that's right that's right gm stands for geekly media look if you listen to any one of these podcasts you know i say this stuff all the time whoa 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 language young man i said yeah, stuff family family <laughs> podcast <laughs> man what the fuck <laughs> The rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our network on our website, geekleetmedia.com. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Geek Elite Media for exclusive material that you can only get on our Patreon. Our Patreon. Uh, if you listen to this on a podcatcher, please rate and review us because it helps spread the word of our network. But until next time, this is Journey into Mystery on the Geek Elite Media Network saying always remember to geek out. If you don't remember, I'll fight you. This concludes our broadcast. 